So, so don't record yet. I got to get the shine off my face, okay? All right. All right. Hey, welcome to Ascent, everybody. Man, we are so glad you guys are here with us today. Our hope every single Sunday is this is a place that you can come to. Maybe your oasis at the end of your week. Maybe this is your, your place that we could, you could just be reminded and maybe escorted into God's presence, reminded that he is present in all that you're going through. So, so we hope that you have that encounter with Jesus today. You guys, we have an awesome, awesome opportunity to hear from our best preacher that we've got in our church, okay? It's certainly not me and Jim, and it's not even Mo. I know a lot of you guys like Mo. No, it's, it's Maurice Cox's wife, Aisha. Aisha's one of our preaching pastors, and she's going to bring it for us today. She's talking about weight and the weight that we carry on our shoulders. If you're at all like me, man, you know we're carrying that weight and it feels heavy on us. We wake up in the morning and it's feeling heavy on us. Man, that's what Aisha's going to unpack for us today. Now, you guys know Aisha loves feedback. So when she's preaching today and she says something that hits right at your heart, man, go ahead and say amen right there in the chat bar. Just say amen. I'd love to see that thing filled with amens today. Even if you're someone that doesn't normally say anything in the chat bar, so what? Just say amen. We got we to gotta, uh, hear what Aisha is saying, hear what the Lord is saying to us, and respond. Let's respond in that, okay? All right, so that's what we're going to do today. Day to get things started is we're going to listen to some folks from our church on some of the things that weigh them down. And the hope is as you listen to their stories, you see a little bit of what they're sharing, you might relate it as well and just say, yeah, I got a lot and I need to hear what God has to say about the things that keep weighing me down. So let's worship the Lord together and just recognize he's present in the midst of all of it. The world is sound asleep and Too afraid of what might show up while you're dreaming Nobody, nobody, nobody sees you Nobody, nobody will believe you And every day you try to pick up all the pieces All the memories, they somehow never leave you Nobody, nobody, nobody sees you Nobody, nobody will believe you God only knows what you've been through God only knows what they say about you God only knows how it's killing you But there's a kind of love that God only knows God only knows what you've been through God only knows what they say about you But God only knows the real you There's a kind of love that Life will add weight to us. A pandemic will add weight to us. We can add weight to ourselves, but only God knows the weight that you are truly carrying right now. Only God knows the weight that's in my heart right now. And I believe wholeheartedly that today, God wants to speak into the weight that many of us have and what we're supposed to do with that. But before I say anything else, would you join me for worship as we sing one of my favorite songs? It's called The Father's House. So like Aisha said, we want to invite you guys into a time of worship where we're going to sing together. So we invite you wherever you are. Would you join us?
Sometimes on this journey I get lost in my mistakes What looks to me like a weakness Is a canvas for your strength My story isn't over My story's just begun Before you want to find me Cause that's what my father does Before you want to find me that's what my father does
All right, man, don't you love it when our worship team can escort us right into the presence of God and they can, we can be reminded that he's right there and, and we're in his house. Let's pray together. Father, we so thank you that we get to walk right into your house. You tell us to leave our burdens at the door. You tell us to lay our, our shame down. God, we know that that's hard for us to do. In the failures of our life, it's hard for us to do. But we pray, Lord, that you would help us to do that and that we'd be able to see you and your love for us right now today. God, may that be our prayer as we continue to worship you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right, you guys, before we get going with Aisha's sermon, can I just give you one quick thing? We have been trying to meet as many needs as we can around here, and we want to be able to... to, to, to leave the COVID-19 when it's all said and done. And we want to be able to look back and say we were a generous church that did everything we could to meet the needs. We're going to continue to do that locally. We're also going to do it internationally. We have got an awesome friend in Willie Santiago, a, a pastor in Cuba. And, and we've been going there on mission trips. Well, we got together with Willie and we said, Willie, what can we do to help you down there in Cuba? Willie had a sweet plan. He said, he said I'm going to get a storage container and I'd love to fill it with all the needs that we see down there in Cuba. We'd fill it here in the States, stick it on a barge and get it down there to our friends. And he said, would Ascent consider helping to fill that, that storage container? We said, absolutely. So here's what we're doing. You're going to go to AscentCC.org, our website, and you're going to go to a tab under Ascent Serves that is Help Cuba. What that's going to bring you to is an Amazon wedding registry of Willie's wish list. There's all kinds of things on that wish list. If you go on that, you click on one of those things, it'll eventually, you're going to be able to pay right through Amazon, and it's going to be sent right to that storage container. And if you don't want to do that, you can just go to the Ascent Gives tab, and you can just give cash or give money there and just say it's for Cuba. Then we'll be able to buy that stuff and get it to Willie. He's going to stick that thing on a barge on June 3rd, so we got to get on it. Let's fill that storage container for our friend and family that's down there in Cuba, okay? All right, you guys, you have to know this. We can't be a generous church without generous people, and you guys are so stinking generous. Keep giving, man. Keep being faithful in that. Keep being obedient in that because every dollar that you give in this church, man, we want to be able to turn it around and bless as many people as we can with it. So continue to give any way that you can. All right, you guys, we're, gonna, we're jumping into Aisha's sermon right now. She wanted to get it started with just a video on life in the gymnasium lifting weights, okay? And so Chris Lagadros, our high school, middle school pastor, and Ma Maurice, her husband, those guys are going to show us what life in the gym looks like lifting weights. It really wasn't them. These are professional actors being like them, okay? Enjoy it, and then let's jump into Aisha's sermon. Really? You don't have anybody? Really? Huh? You know what you've just done? What, what did I do, Jane? What is the problem? You've poked the beast. <laughs> and you don't want to poke this beast. No, I, no, I don't want to do that, James. What are we looking at here? It's about seven, I think it's about 715 pounds. So <laughs> your problem is you didn't use it in your back, your quads, your glutes, your triceps. Okay. <laughs> where, where are those? Where are those? I just showed you, your oh. quads, your glutes, your tri <laughs> Ooh, poking the beast. Poking the beast. Hit 
close. Can I just say that I would really love to see Maurice and Chris Lagadros reenact that clip. I think it would be awesome. But hey, if I haven't met you yet, my name is Aisha, and I am so excited to share today because I'm sharing something that God is currently teaching me, that he's currently walking me through. So when we saw that clip, you know, we laughed about it. We probably thought of someone that we've seen at the gym who was extra, which is slang for doing the most. But I want to ask you a serious question. How much weight can you carry? How much weight were we designed to carry? And I know most of us probably haven't been in one of these in a long time, but whenever I go into an elevator, I always look to see what the maximum capacity is. And unlike an elevator, we don't have a label that tells us what our maximum capacity is. We are unable to identify the weight that is manageable, but we can identify the weight that is unbearable. And I know for me, what usually signals for me is I start to feel it in my chest. It starts to feel like there's a five pound weight just sitting on my heart. And maybe you can relate to that. Or maybe for you, it's your sleep. You're tossing and turning in the middle of the night. You can't sleep. Or it's your emotions. You're on this emotional roller coaster. You're up and then you're down. You're up and then you're down. You notice that you're starting to be short and more irritated with your family, those who are in the same house as you right now. Or you start to notice that shift in your thoughts and it's not a shift for the better. What I've learned is that our mind, our body and our heart will often give us some red flags to know that we've reached our maximum capacity. And as life has slowed down for us, I believe a lot of us have become aware to the weight that we are carrying. Whether that weight has already been there, but we distracted ourselves from it, we ignored it, or this season has increased the weight so much that it is hard to ignore. And if this was like a multiple choice test right now, my answer would be D, all the above, because I can relate to all those things. And lately, there's been two words that I've been saying a lot lately. They've been on a loop in my mind. They've been in my conversations with my friends. They've come out in my prayers. I even decided to title this message with those words. It's heavy. Not knowing when I'm going to see my family again in California, it's heavy. Seeing the video of Ahmaud Arbery, who was murdered in broad daylight, is heavy. Reading about an innocent black woman, Breonna Taylor, who was shot and killed by the police in her own apartment, is heavy. Saying hurtful words to my husband and lashing out because it's heavy. And it can take us some time before we can voice that to God ourselves, and even our friends. So right now, I want to take a moment to challenge all of us to say those words out loud together. 
And yes, even though we are all not in the same place, I still want you to talk back to me. And I have faith that since you are at home, that you're going to do it. So let's do this. One, two, three. It's heavy. See, not so bad. But here's the good news. God does not want us to struggle with weight he never intended for us to carry. I'm going to say that one more time. God does not want us to struggle with weight he never intended for us to carry. Think about it like this. We all know a person like this, or maybe we are that person. But you know when you go grocery shopping and you get a bunch of things, but then you come home and you want to carry as many bags as possible because you don't want to make a bunch of trips from your car to the kitchen. Now I'm going to be honest, I am one of those people. So actually last week, I went to the grocery store, I had about eight bags, and I'm like listening to the voice in my head, like, girl, you got it. You can just carry it all in one trip. So I had these eight bags in my hand, well, technically, you know, on my forearm too, and I make it to the door, and as soon as I put the key in the door, two of the bags that had glass items in them broke. Glass shattered. It was a huge mess that could have easily been avoided. So what do we do with the weight that we carry? Well, we have a choice. One, we can carry it on our own, which means that we have a limited capacity, that we're more likely to be overwhelmed and tired and exhausted. We can listen to that, that voice that lies to us and tells us, you got it, when in actuality, you don't. We can start to believe that this heaviness we're feeling is normal and that we'll just have to deal with it. Or we can allow someone else to help us carry that weight. And by someone else, I mean Jesus. We can allow Jesus to help carry our burdens. We're actually gonna sing a song right now called Come to the Altar. And altars in the Old Testament were places where sacrifices were offered to God, where people devoted themselves to Him. And today, altars, whether they're a sacred structure or a pulpit or a stage, it's a place where people come to worship and surrender to God. And more than a physical structure, this song is simply talking about coming to Jesus and releasing all that you're carrying to Him. Take your burdens to God and leave it there. Forgiveness was born. 
Precious blood. 
precious blood Oh, your precious blood will fall That song we just sang painted a broad picture, but in Matthew 11, Jesus clearly tells us what to do with that heaviness. Verse 28, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. I have to pause right there, because Jesus clearly tells us what to do with that weight. He tells us to come to him when we feel heaviness, to come to him when we feel weary. But if we're honest, a lot of times we turn to other things. We turn to people, we turn to a podcast or a book or Netflix or sleep. Like, let's be honest, how many of you have said when you've had a really rough day and it just feels really heavy, I'm just gonna sleep it off? No judgment, because that is me, I have said that. I also read an article recently that said, alcohol sales are up by 55% compared to this time last year. Now y'all hear me, I am not condemning anyone who drinks. One of Jesus' most famous miracles was when he turned water into wine. But what the data is showing is that we are turning to alcohol to cope with the heaviness, to cope with the depression, to cope with the anxiety, to cope with the weight that we are feeling instead of turning to Jesus. This last one I wanna share with you all is something that I'm working on right now because it's something that I've done since I was a kid. Turning to food for comfort, going to food before I go to Jesus. I'm more likely to wanna to go to a drive-through than to come to God. And it's like hard for me to say that out loud, but it's the truth. My, my gut instinct is when the weight is heavy is girl, you need a Coke. I'm gonna get a Coke today. I'm gonna get a Coke today and I don't care. Will it make me break out? Probably, but it is what it is. And I just think about all the alternatives that we have that offer us temporary relief when Jesus is offering something that will actually sustain us and restore us. Jesus is offering an invitation to come to him and receive rest, but are we ignoring that invitation? Are we treating this invitation in his word the same way we treat an invite that we get on Facebook. Y'all know what happens, we get an invite, we see it, maybe we respond, possibly not. We just put it off to the side and we ignore the invitation. How many times have you heard, hey, join the Ascent Cafe on Facebook and you've ignored the invitation. Now, no shade and I'm gonna do a slight plug. Join the Ascent Cafe on Facebook, it's a great place to connect in an informal way. And as someone who's already in the group, when I go to invite more people, my whole friends list pops up on Facebook. And in that I can see who has not received an invitation and who has received an invitation. And I think that speaks to a lot of us right now because some of us are familiar with this passage. We've heard it in sermons before. We've talked about it maybe in core groups or a Bible study or with a friend, but we don't apply it to our lives. We ignore the invitation. And then there's some of us who have never heard these words before. It's the first time and it's really speaking to you and resonating with you. And you wanna say yes to this invitation. 
And I just want to encourage you, wherever you are today, that Jesus offers us an open invitation. You can come to him whenever. So don't let the fact that you didn't know or shame or what I like to call spiritual amnesia keep you from coming to Jesus. Verse 29, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. You will find rest for your souls. This yoke Jesus is talking about is a wooden bar that harnesses the neck of two animals, usually oxen, so they can pull a weight that they wouldn't be able to carry on their own. And a lot of times farmers would yoke a younger oxen with an older oxen so that the younger one could learn and mature and develop. And when they combined their strengths, it made the load, it made the task so much easier. And y'all, this is what Jesus wants to do. He wants us to come to him and walk with him in our day-to-day lives and learn from him. He wants to come alongside us and help us carry that load. He is our teacher, yet he is telling us how humble and gentle at heart he is. I think of 1 Peter 5, 7 that tells us to cast our cares upon the Lord because he cares for us. Jesus wants to come alongside us and give us a strength that we don't have on our own. And something else that stood out to me in this passage is that Jesus mentions rest twice. Jesus wants to offer us a rest that we can't get from going on vacation, that we can't get from sleeping eight to 10 hours. He wants to offer us a rest for our souls, rest from the weariness and heaviness that we feel in our hearts and in our minds. And we can experience this rest daily. The last verse says this, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is not promising that we will be burden free, but Jesus is promising sustaining help as we walk with him. As we take his yoke upon us, the weight will decrease. What was once heavy and overwhelming can become light and easy. And I know this because I experienced this this week. I was at a place where I just continued to feel this weight, this heaviness, and it was a lot to the point that in my prayer, I asked God, is this something that's going to break me? And, you know, my go to alternatives were not doing it. That voice that was telling me, Aisha, you got it was a lie. I was trying to go on beast mode like the guys in the clips that we watched and I could carry the weight. I can struggle and carry it for a little bit but it was always short-lived. And it took me getting to the end of myself to remember the invitation that Jesus was offering, to hear his still small voice say, I don't want you to be on beast mode. I wanna give you rest, come to me. You are all in for a special treat today. I asked one of my good friends, Lily, if she would choreograph to this song that really speaks to the beauty of being in God's presence. I pray this speaks to you.
so much Lily for sharing your gift with us. Family, there's one more thing that I want to share with you that is important when we think of coming to Jesus. And that's coming to Jesus in faith. That's believing he is who he says he is, that he can do what he says he can do. And that's offering us rest. Earlier I shared that the words that have been on repeat for me are, it's heavy. And maybe you've been saying those words too, or maybe you haven't, but it speaks exactly to what you're feeling right now. My hope is that after today, we will have some new words that's on repeat in our minds. And those words would be, come to me. Would you pray with me? God, I thank you so much that we can easily access your presence. We can easily come to you that we don't need a physical structure to do that, God. That we can just come to you, we can talk to you. God, we're drawing near to you right now. And I just lift up every person that's watching this, that feels the weight, that feels the heaviness. And God, now that we all have heard this invitation, I pray, God, that we would say yes to this invitation, God, that we would receive it, Lord, that we would take your yoke upon us, God, that we would walk with you, God, so that we could experience that rest that you teach us, God. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, friends. Well, it has been such a good morning together. And we're gonna close our time by lifting our burdens to the one who carries them with us. And um, I just love this song. We want to invite you in with us. So would you join us? Take a moment to remember who God is and who I am. Then you go lifting my Lord again. Take a moment to remember who God is and who I am. Then you go. Jesus. 
you guys we are so thankful that you joined us this week man our hope is that you hear those words and they're for you that the, the jesus yoke is easy his burden is light he's saying come to me and so you what does it look like for you to come to him this week and recognize how he takes that weight off of us that's the message for you this week you guys have an awesome week. Come back next week. We get to hear Maurice preaching to us next week. And in the meantime, let's fill that storage container for Willie down in Cuba. All right, have an awesome week. We'll see you guys.